I've dated men like you before and you're just not my type Never around during the day, only come out at night Emotionally wounded, dark and brooding all the time Hanging around with clowns, I don't need that in my life I ain't Selena Kyle, I ain't no Vicky Bell I was never into you even when you were Christian Bell I'm more of a Keaton guy myself Oh, I love Timmy's Beetlejuice I'm just not into God Welcome to Do the Right Phone. My name is Harvey. My name is Thomas. My name is Sean. No, I'm Steve. Yeah. Okay, we've got a review of the Lego Movie 2 this week, the second part. Uh, it's directed by Mike Mitchell. We also have a topic that we're going to be uh, talking about later on in the episode. Um, it's an interesting one to explain. We're going to talk about. Um, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, believe, I believe we're talking about. Uh, like things from our childhood we'd want to see yeah made, made like known it. IPs or whatever yeah that's that's true uh, <laughs> that is factual that is facts <laughs> yeah so we're gonna talk about uh, IPs from our childhood I think we don't wanna I guess restrict ourselves to like a uh, series and movies and stuff cause uh yeah. yeah I mean I feel like it could be any yeah, any franchise of any sort from your childhood I realize how challenging this is gonna be because I'm thinking about all this shit I'm like you know what would be cool if they remade this into a movie, then I realize I'm like, oh, they did that like ten times already. Yeah. So like, this would be very interesting picking one. Like, I think I'm fucked. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking about that later in the episode. Um, we're also gonna talk about some stuff we watched during the week. But before we get started, what's uh, going on with you, Sean? With me? Yeah. Um, not too much. I've been doing a lot of um, YouTubing. I'm trying to like uh, buy camera gear. Um. So I've been watching a ton of videos and uh, trying to learn new shit. It's exciting, right? I remember I haven't done it in a while. Yeah. It's terrible. Is it? I, I've also been it's doing expensive. it. Gear lost is it's sickening. That's why I just unsubscribe from all of my uh, favorite gear things. The only thing I'm subscribed to now is Ari, just because they, uh, I like to keep up with all the updates. But Ari is safe to uh, subscribe to because you'll never afford it. Exactly. Yeah. Like you already know where you're at there's like, no chance in hell you're getting it yeah but it's always nice just to keep be kept in the loop so it's it's kind of like a newsletter like this is the update uh but i understand that it's a pretty shitty feeling so so sean you're getting a new camera yeah so i don't know maybe you, we can you just, incorporate that with videos for the podcast or something right right yeah i mean it's a smaller camera it'll be easier to, i don't know you have you have like the slrs too right yeah, I have. Yeah, I'm selling. You could have bought my camera. I'm selling my old one. I don't want to. Don't do buy it. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's amazing for what it is. Just hard to work for with. For what it is. Very hard to work with. Yeah. Wait, what camera? The one we shot. Uh, oh, okay. Fought, you still got it? Selling. I thought you already sold it. Nope. I'm, you know, keeping. I got a new camera, too. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw you your did. video. It looks good. The clarity on that camera is amazing. I've been watching a lot of videos. It's pretty yeah, cool, it's, I guess. It's weird how we can. Have that for such a low price. Yeah. <laughs> 2019, <laughs> baby. Oh, that's exciting. That's so, so are you going to like shoot anything on it, like narrative, or you just want it for like travel I want, Yeah, stuff? I want it for everything, really. Like an all-in-one. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting stuff, man. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Something I, I could pick adventure. up and go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Harvey, yeah. so you're not going to get back into the camera game? Uh, Probably not. Uh, you now, retired? Yeah. No, it's probably for the I best. Think, uh, I mean, the thing is, if we all have, like, if we could all just share. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Yes. I mean, like, if I, just, I just thought you, if I, I hit up Shoma one hit, can I borrow the black magic? <laughs> <laughs> should be a problem, you know. Yeah, I mean, no yeah, problem. I don't think it should be a problem either. I, I honestly, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't care actually, to be honest. No, I'm just kidding. But we can't all have shit. Yeah, um, I don't know. I uh, I haven't really dabbled into it since like the DSLR days. So those days are dead. Like the early days, they're dead. Yeah, I got like a five fifty. Yeah, yeah, nobody shoots on DSLRs. Yeah. Um, It's weird when I go somewhere and I do see that. That's like the most jarring shit in the world. Like when I see someone with the DSLR, I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) I mean, people use it for photography. Well, no, (laughs) No, I'll shoot like for video. If you do a video in in photography. In a professional level. Better off getting mirrorless. Yeah. Yeah. It's like weird. It's like you invite someone to a shoot and you're like, oh, yeah, it's like I'm going to bring my own gear. You're like, oh, great. And they show up with like a 5D and you're like, uh... We need something a little oh, bit yeah. more than that. Yeah. Hey, 1080 8-bit compressed. <laughs> Soderbergh shot <laughs> unsane on iPhone. That is true. It's, imagine like you hire someone, right, for a fucking professional shoot and they only bring their iPhone. You're like, they're like, yeah, I'm bringing my own gear. I have my own setup. And he just like pulls his phone out of his pocket and just the thing shooting was, I watch like scenes from Unsane and it distracts me because it looks like an iPhone. But I'll have to watch the movie and see if it does or not. You, yeah. you, you don't, you don't, you, know you don't know. notice it once you watch it. First thing I noticed, <laughs> <when> I <lost laughs> like, when, but the story's so film. fucking good, you won't notice. We'll see. Oh man! So how about you, Steve? How was your week? Uh, it's been a pretty cool week. Uh, very busy, like always. You know, same old, same old uh, at the old office. So. Uh, but lately, what I've been doing for some reason, I'm on a YouTube rabbit hole as well. I've been like watching a. You guys are familiar with Jim Lee, right? Have uh-huh. I told you guys this, what I've been doing lately? I'm just like, I'll just put him on, and it's like his live drawing sessions, and he just like draws like a whole bunch of, uh, he just draws something for like an hour. Mm. Like, and it's like, like comic book characters and shit. Right? Yeah, 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 he just draws like draws. I don't know why I'm watching this kind of shit, but it's very, uh, it's very peaceful, very meditative kind of stuff. It's nice. That's that's literally been my week. Okay. Yeah, nothing else going on this. Uh... Harvey, can you pass me my Gatorade? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> What's going on with uh with you, Thomas? Uh, not too much. I, I did get a new camera. Um, this is a camera that I've been on a waiting list for months. Um, uh, and the only reason I got one is because someone returned one, said it was defective. Mm. Uh, yeah. However, they provided no reason, and I was given thirty days to return it after testing. So it's a refurbished one. It's not refurbished. They sent it back to Black Magic. They did an inspection of everything. They didn't, like, refurbish it. That person lied. Yeah, they did lie. Yeah. Because they wanted to get the... They, what they did was they ordered from multiple places to try to, like, snuff out the waiting list on all the... Because this camera is just hard to get right now. People are messaging me, how'd you get it? I was like, dude, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think that person lied to try to, like, beat any restocking fees. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. So your boy uh, profited from that. And it's been great. Nice. Other than that, just uh, I did go to a, a getaway house the week or yeah, beginning of the week. Went uh, to the Catskills. You guys probably uh, have seen it on Instagram. Shit, it's these cabins with giant glass windows. They're always trying to push that shit onto me. <laughs> yeah, they're they're cool. Just it's like cool. Instagram. <laughs> the company. It's itself. a very Instagrammy. Uh, the, the black box shit. Yeah, I like them though. I mean, I wouldn't do it a lot. I'd still prefer regular camping, I think, because I'm a fucking man. Uh, but 
It's it's a nice little getaway. It's cute. I, I, the whole time I was distracted though because I kept thinking like, damn, why didn't I think of this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like because they they have this giant land where they put like maybe eight or ten of them on there. I thought they were just like singular, scattered about like the country, but no, this is like a whole campground. But it's like that one company, Tenter. It's similar. Yeah, it could be, but I don't know if they're on one piece of land. Oh, no, they're all over the world. Well, I'm saying these are like, these are two, but they're in pockets of like eight or ten oh, units. Okay. You're far enough away from other people, though. It doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, that's pretty much it. <clears throat> I didn't really do much besides play with a new camera and do that. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, my week was uh, exciting, actually. Whoa. No, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. It wasn't very exciting. I was thinking, I was trying to think of a lie or something that I could say, but it was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was uh, fairly average week, I guess. Just worked and stuff. Um, watched like, a couple. Like, I thought you were going to say something crazy. Movie. Yeah. What? I thought you were going to say that you got to shoot at the half court line at the Knicks game or something. <laughs> that would be crazy. That's like a very specific <laughs> thing. I was on TV. You'd miss, <laughs> you'd miss whole, so hard. <laughs> Palms are fucking <laughs> drenched in sweat. <laughs> I, think, I like to think I do well. I could at least hit the backboard. I think I go. I go. You know when you throw it and it goes over the whole board. You hit someone. <laughs> you hit one of the players. Yeah, he gets knocked that, out of the game. <laughs> what if that happened and it like broke someone's nose? Would you be liable for their hospital bills? No, that's all Knicks. <laughs> that's definitely all Knicks. Like, you got you got me, Knicks. Um. Anyway, y'all want to talk about movies? Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. It's, you have nothing to talk about. Someone told me that Steve lost a game. Yeah, you told me that I lost the game. <laughs> when did I? When did I ask? Yesterday, did I ask that question yesterday? <laughs> yes, in the in the group chat instead of just listening to the episode. Well, what? it's because I didn't think I lost, so I was just like, "Who lost the game?" Because I was just curious. And then when he said me, I'm like, "Sounds like oh fuck." So uh, I completely forgot. Uh, but I did end up watching it last night, uh, Sean. Up. Do you remember what you gave me? Yeah, dangerous method. You gave me a dangerous method. Cronenberg uh, film. Uh, the crone. The crone. All right, I'm just pull a little bit of information real quick. Uh, I know nothing about this movie. I knew nothing about this as well, but I did see the cast, and I was like, <laughs> it's very exciting. Uh, wow, I cannot find it. Uh, starring Keira Knightley, uh, our boy Viva Morrison. Uh, Vincent Cattell. He gets like a very small part in this. It was very weird. I thought he was going to be more prominent, but I think I'll get more into that in my review. All right, released in... You two forgot Fastbender. Fastbender, of course. <laughs> yeah, they're like fucking the main the lead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so released in 2011, directed by David Cronenberg. Uh, a Dangerous Method. Why deny what you desire the most? I like that. It's nice. Uh, mm -hmm. Seduced by the challenge of an impossible case, the driven Dr. Carl uh, Young takes an unbalanced yet beautiful uh, Sabian in his, as, in, as his patient. Young's weapon is the method of his master, the renowned Sigmund Freud. Both men fall under Sabian's spell. Uh, start off this review, it is a period... It, I guess it is melds this like idea of like a period piece. Like That is the dressing of the film, but behind it, it, it wants to be an erotic thriller. Did you get that as well? Yeah. Uh, so like 
All right, so it has like these several ideas. It has almost like the Libertine. I haven't seen that. I heard oh, it's okay. very. I heard it's very sexual. Yeah. Johnny Depp's in it. He's making love to a lot with a lot of people, or yeah, towards he, a lot of people. He fingers a girl in the carriage. <laughs> I remember that very vividly. <laughs> Is that the best part of the movie? That's like in the opening, I believe. Oh, uh, so a dangerous method. Uh, overall, I would say. I enjoyed my time with this movie, but I think, I think it's I think it has problems. Uh, I like what he was trying to do, but I feel, especially with that that historical element with it, because you're dealing with uh, Freud, you're dealing with uh, Carl Jung, like and like all these real life people, and this this kind of like this very big moment in all their lives that kind of kind of fractured Carl Jung's and. Sigmund Freud's relationship, you know, because Sigmund Freud was kind of, uh, in a way, making him his, like, his next in line. Like, he was kind of, like, uh, training him or kind of, like, you know, making him that the person to kind of take over when he's gone. And through a series of events, I'm not going to get into too much detail, uh, Fassbender, who's Carl Jung's character, uh, who plays Carl Jung, he falls in love with Kira Knightley's character, uh, Sabian, and sh- and that is kind of like the main focal point of the film, like their relationship and how she kind of slowly, it's not inherently her. It's like all these flawed individuals with their own neuroses kind of just end up like unraveling uh, their own, like their own particular lives. But I feel like this movie fails in that part because it it has a rapid pace that I'm not used to seeing in a film of this nature. Like, it has a 99-minute runtime, but I feel like it's just like it doesn't meander. It doesn't, it just, it literally, it's just, literally just like jumps to the next plot point, jumps to the next plot point. And we don't have any time to get to know these characters and feel like, feel any kind of, you know, feel any kind of tension or like anything that like that's dramatically happening. It was a weird feeling and I've never really experienced that in one of his films before. Like I felt kind of nothing for the characters, which is not a good thing. Uh, again, I did like the ideas and I did like the elements and I really wish, I think this film could have been better if, or I would have liked it a lot more if it was a, a longer runtime. Like I really wouldn't mind if this movie was like fucking you, it cl- closing in on like almost three hours. Honestly, I wouldn't mind that because I think the subject matter is super interesting and I think the characters were all there and I think the performances were all there from everyone. Uh, it's just, yeah, just, I think the film just, is just too tight. You know what I mean? I don't know if you got that. I, 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 I don't know how you, I don't think you mentioned how much, if you like this film or not, or if you're, um, yeah, I'm a fan. I like, like, um, I like, I like the relationship that we get to see in the movie. I like the relationship between, uh, Freud and Jung. Yeah. That, and that's what I mean. Like, I like, I like the moments when, I mean, there's, there's scenes where, they're just having conversations, yeah. And where they're kind of learning from each other, and you start to see their cracks and their theories. And uh, I, I mean, there are like certain aspects of the film that I didn't like, like things that you mentioned, the way that it, it jumps from scene to scene, and you're just placed in like these scenes where they're already kind of like having these conversations. Yeah, and you just have to like dive into it. And I, I don't mind that in a film, like, but again, it's just like I, I guess the subject they're trying to tackle is just happens within a such a, like a huge amount of time it's not like it happens within a year or mm-hmm. short period it's like over you know several years that 
this relationship develops and like these three people are kind of intertwined even like a fourth person Vincent Cassell's character I forget his name in the film uh, he plays a, a patient and he was super interesting like I was so I was like I, I thought you could have got a lot more but again he just kind of comes and goes so quickly and we don't get much like I, I feel like this movie was tippy like it was tiptoeing like it wanted to be an erotic thriller you know with the setting of like a period piece like it could have been that but it's just the film is just way too tight and doesn't let anything really breathe uh i would say i did like some of the camera techniques especially when you had like these one-on-one sessions with some of these characters you notice that whereas like it's i don't like remember it, uh, too well um uh, it was a long long time i saw it when yeah. it first came out so yeah like, there's like cer- yeah there's certain techniques uh it, it creates this like sense of depth when two characters are talking, if they're in the same frame, it looks as if they're they're sitting side by side, but yet you can see that depth between them. And I would think it's really interesting, especially the the mm. since the subject matter is dealing with like psychoanalytics and like you know the therapist and you know the patient relationship. Uh, again, I think a lot of great ideas were there. I think you know performances were there. I think maybe there was at times where Kira Knightley, she was like she was good. And then she had some like, she had some really great scenes. And then there's just like, she, I think she kind of like overdid it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was just like she was like riding this line of just like good, and then she'd kind of overdo it. And I'm like, eh, it, it just didn't stick for me. But uh, I, I think yeah, a lot of a lot of elements are there, and it, I just really really wish this was better. Like I really wish mm-hmm. there was just a longer runtime, and we can get way more out of these characters and this uh, the setting because. Uh, I think this could have been a great film. Uh, yeah, this movie came and went when it came out. Yeah. Uh, I'll give this a light, light three. Again, it's still f- really interesting subject matter and what they're dealing with. Uh, again, there's so much potential there, and it's just... Yeah. Uh, but I could see a lot of people loving this movie as well. Th- I mean, uh, that's how his films goes. Um, yeah. ha- did you see Cosmopolis? No, I haven't seen that. It's really? It's yeah. it's in the same fashion, the way that he sets scenes up and the way the conversation are just rolling. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else you want to watch or talk about? Want to watch? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things I would like to watch. Uh, no, uh, that, that's it. That's the only thing I can remember, at least. Mm-hmm. I've been having this bad habit of not logging movies, so I don't remember anything. Uh, not a good yeah. habit. Alzheimer's? Yeah, a little bit. I don't, I don't log mine until after the podcast, yet I still remember them. Do you put in your notes? Nope. Liar. I don't. I Let me look at your notes right now. Okay. <laughs> we got... While you're looking in there. We and got hashtags. Hashtag. <laughs> I have uh, some security codes I had to text myself. I had a list of almond Gross. milk, Coke, Groceries. Diet Coke. That was for work. Oh, if I say like, I that's a weird... Noms. Not a drop of notes, all right? Not you have a, a fucking memory problem. Go get it checked out. <laughs> Alzheimer's is not a joke, Steve. All right, since you're... Uh... Perusing your notes, you want to talk about some movies? God, uh, hold on, I gotta remember what I watched. <laughs> <laughs> Psych. I just watched it like twelve yeah, hours ago. Sorry, mushy brain fool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I watched the Lego Movie. I never watched it. I don't know if you guys knew that. Oh, I thought you were like. <laughs> I don't know why I was like you're talking about the. Oh yeah, no, we did too, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I never watched the uh, the first one, and uh, I question you guys. Um, 
Why? Because we gave it such high praise? No, no, no. no. I question why you guys let me go this long without seeing it. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know you didn't see well, it. Yeah, I just yeah. assumed you watch it because I think that's something Tappy would make you watch. <laughs> Edgar Wright's 2014 film of the year. Yeah. Uh, he's not... I don't remember that year too much, but yeah. honestly, uh, yeah. I won't really talk. I'll, I'll kind of like... I don't know. Mix it into my review of the second one. Overall, I absolutely fucking loved it. I thought it was genius at times. This movie's hilarious. It's uh, yeah, it is, it is hilarious. Uh, I think it's a beautiful like allegory for not, not only the family thing, but like also like a lot of capitalism in there too. Um, overall, wow, it's just great. The the wow. music is is great. Oh, you, you didn't sing along when I was singing now earlier. You look Polish. I love that part. Yeah. I really like. <laughs> I really like Batman's song. Darkness, no parents. <laughs> very good, very very good. I'd probably give it a four and a half. Yeah, it's just, it's a great fucking film. It's a lot of fucking funny. Yeah, uh, can't believe I went fucking five years without seeing. It. It's a half a decade. Yeah, almost. It's wild. Anyways, I went to the theater to see a movie. Uh, it's up for best documentary right now, and uh, it's about being a fucking badass. Free Solo. Free Solo is the one I saw. I saw it in theaters. It's uh, directed oh. by Jimmy Chin. Can I really? What? Can I? Can I start something off with a review? This motherfucker just instantly shit talks all of us. Comes out of the theater just to watch Free Solo. We're all worthless, and I'm like, damn man, don't call yeah. me out. <laughs> I got a, I got a bit of a confession. What? I was googling photos of Alex Honnold's hands like yesterday. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, his hands are huge. Did you see the movie? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I've seen like uh, like a lot of the. Specials on him, like uh, Nat Geo did a special on him, and like other people. He's in other films too. I think he's in like Valley Up. Yeah, Happy watched like all of them. I didn't watch yeah. any of them except this one. Maru, Maru is pretty good. Yeah, the, his last film, Jimmy Chin. Yeah, um, Jimmy Chin's great. This, uh, so this is about uh, Alex Honnold. Uh, you follow him as he becomes the first person to ever free solo climb Yosemite's three thousand foot high El Capitan wall. Don't seem too hard. Uh, with no ropes or safety gear, he completely and arguably, or he completed arguably the greatest feat in rock climbing history. So, when I went into this movie, I thought, "All right, that sounds hard and it sounds insane, but it's probably not as bad as I think it is." Right? I'm thinking like the route up. There's probably a lot of ledges he can climb on, and like that shit's flat, dude. I I was in fucking awe. Like the worst part is this spoiler, like you know, you know he does it. Um, it's in the synopsis, he completes it. So I mean, it's weird how they do uh get your palms sweating in the theater uh while he's doing it. You know he's going to make it. Um wow. Uh so wow. Uh, dude. Essentially, uh, it, they kind of introduce you to Alex a little bit and tell you a little bit about his introverted personality. He lives in a van down by the river. He might live by a river. Um, and uh, he, he's just kind of uh, going through the woes of, of his success. He makes money off of you know his success of being a rock climber. Uh, and he's one of these uh, guys that just can't let something go. Uh, he's had this goal for like a decade. He has to climb El Capitan, 3,000 feet straight up, which is un- unreal. Um, 
I don't even know how to explain how fucking big this thing is. Uh, if you've ever been to Yosemite, it's fucking huge. Yeah. And so... <laughs> I'm going to do some research on this real quick. Dude. Uh, so he wants to free solo it. That means no ropes or anything. Just the shirt on his back and a little thing of powder strapped to his belt so he can like... Water? No, it's powder. No, I mean, like, did you bring water? I didn't see any. No, no, you don't. You might get thirsty on the way up. Dude, I assume this would take, like, nine hours. He did that shit in three. Dude, I don't even think I could walk up the the side of it in three hours. All right, guys. All right. I was listening to to him on um, Rogan. Oh, he was on Rogan? Yeah, I believe he was on Rogan. I gotta find that. And he talks about, um, uh... The way he does it is that he, he does it with ropes, and he maps out where yeah. he's going. Well, I know. Gonna, it's yeah. in the movie. Oh, okay. I need to see the movie. So he maps it out, right. Um, but there are things in there that are so hard to pull off. Don't look that big. Dude. <laughs> Dude. There's a, there's a drone shot at the end when he gets to the top where they zoom out, and he just becomes a speck. Like, um, So, right, yeah. That does take the weight off a little bit. Obviously, he doesn't just fucking scale it on a whim. He goes up it like all the time with ropes uh, to kind of map out uh, the thing. And there's there's like three sections where he's falling off with the rope. You know, it's not a big deal. The rope just catches you. But like, it's such a hard maneuver to cross from one rock to another on this one section that. He like ninety percent chance of fucking dying, dude. It, it's absolutely insane. And uh, there are times where he's climbing up like a wall where I'm just like, he's using his the strength of his toes and fingers to hold his entire body up. And if he, any of them give out, he has two points of pressure. If one of those points of pressure was to give out, he's dead. And uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about the movie other than it's inspiring. <laughs> not really I just I kept thinking dude let it go don't do it I mean it's incredible but like he's he's one of those guys that like I just don't get like a yeah. serial killer almost yeah he's whereas, a beast whereas it's, it's just like I can't get in that mindset to want to do something that's so on the line of death you know uh, yeah he's an interesting person you should definitely check out that uh Rogan episode with him. Yeah, he he goes in. He has a girlfriend in this. And he talks about how like his lifestyle isn't really. It's not convenient for a girlfriend, but um, he just has one anyway. But this girl's like bad luck. Like he he's gone seven years without falling or getting hurt. As soon as she comes along, there's one time where she accidentally wasn't paying attention and the rope ended, and he fell like thirty feet and broke like a rib or some shit. I was like, dude, and he's still with her. Dude, he talked about it too. He's like, I. It was then that I was like, maybe I should break up with her. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dude, this girl's bad news. It's like, yeah, man, fuck that. It's not worth it. And then that's he, not worth then it. Then he fell again, broke his. He basically did this shit with a not 100 percent healed ankle. And so, it's just, uh, he's a superhuman. And is he your new hero? I don't know. It's it's incredible. It's I, a giant mountain. I couldn't. I can't hike that shit. Yeah, like around the back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, I'll watch I the just, movie. I now I want to like YouTube. I didn't get a chance because I was busy, but I wanted to YouTube like people dying, free soloing. <laughs> what? There was one shot where this dude fell, but he had a parachute, and I was like, dude, where where a parachute? 
Nah, it's, no it's restraints. Not, it's not the same. Yeah, it's I know, not the same. I, he wants that high. Dude, just if you if you feel like you're falling, you, you know, give yourself a push. I would also imagine a parachute wouldn't be very effective, like under well, probably that's what 500 I thought, feet or some shit. Yeah, it's not going to be that effective. It's right. Gonna... But I did. Wa- I watched like one guy. He was free soloing and he fell, but he quickly just like pressed off the wall and like did a backflip into like a parachute. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, and then someone died like during doing a free solo somewhere else during the filming of this. Really? Someone that he knew. So they were like climbing at the same time. Not not the same mountain. He was just a free soloing somewhere else, just being a. Yeah, level. I mean, they, they were climbing at the same time, like two different places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like does well, not like while he was doing the big thing, but during the filming of the oh, movie. Okay. Uh, and essentially, everyone else was like, "Dude, fuck!" And he was just like, "Yeah, that cool. happens." Mm-hmm. And he just tunnel vision. I'm climbing this shit. Uh, so you're you consider yourself a, a outdoorsman. You know, and uh, I like being in the outdoors and like hiking a, and stuff. But uh, would you ever consider just you know just taking the leap and becoming a, a rock climber like that? No, 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 no. Mm. First, my fingers thinking about it. I don't know. It seems pretty exciting. You have small hands too. Yeah, I do have small <laughs> hands. Yeah, I have like very weirdly small hands, like Trump. Yeah. Uh, nah, dude. I don't. I don't have any ambition to, to fucking do that. Looks pretty exciting. I think we should do it. Did you see it in IMAX? Nope. I imagine that would be insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. what did you think? I want to see what it. What did you think of the cinematography? VR. The cinematography was. There were some shots where I was like, how do they get that? Um, <laughs> no, it's like a weird intersection because they have to be really good. Uh, yeah, that was part in the movie. And shooting and professional rock climbers. That's crazy. Well, that plus um, his mental ability was so fragile i mean not him personally just in general to do something like that you can't just have cameras everywhere so they had to strategically film him um so that he didn't get distracted yeah um and it was very interested interesting how they did that they they really had originally they were gonna have a lot more but i think they backed off a lot and one guy followed them up with the camera the rest was like drone and the other was like super zoom lenses and shit wow I don't know. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd rate it because it's just. So it's not like a documentary where you're like piecing together a story. Like it's just a. I'm gonna film this guy climb this fucking wall. <laughs> it's put together well. I'd probably give it a four. Cool. Okay. And I'm a big pussy. I'll never do anything. Yeah. You watch anything else? No, that was it. That was it. I think. All right. What do you got, Sean? Um. I watched a couple movies. So I'll talk about one. Oh yeah, I rewatched Rush Hour. No, not. No. Oh, you. No, well, yeah, I, I don't want to hear that. I, well, I'm just. Well, I have to let everyone know at least I watched it. <laughs> okay, so I did. I did ch- check out um, Hotel Transylvania three. <laughs> 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 like you said, like <laughs> <laughs> that was a casual fucking title to mention. Have you yeah. seen the other two? Yes, yeah. I'm a big fan. Really? I, I think they're really good. Dude, Sean, the Sean's they go a the big boat? fan of like, the weirdest, like, Kung Fu Panda. He's a big fan Kung of Fu that. Kung Fu Panda's great. Yeah, like, I'm, I haven't seen that shit. I like so. the first one a lot. Is this um, where they go on the boat? Like, this is the cruise? one where they go on the boat, yeah. Uh, it's not as good as the second one. I think the first one's the best. And uh, I also watched... <laughs> There's not much to talk about that movie. It's um, it's pretty short, too. Um, 
Pearson. This is a very interesting movie. Have you guys heard about this? I've heard the title. It sounds familiar. Um, it stars Christopher Abbott and Mia. Oh yeah, Wazikowska. Yeah, Wazikowska. and my uh, my girl Victoria Leia Costa. Um. Oh yeah, it's her. So I'll read you the synopsis. A man kisses his wife and baby goodbye and seemingly heads off on business with a plan to check into a hotel, call an escort service, and kill an unsuspecting prostitute. Um, it's interesting to see Christopher Abbott in a lead man role. Um, I haven't seen him in anything really since uh, James White and um, uh, It Comes at Night. But uh, this movie's pretty, it's strange. It's a very strange movie. It kind of reminds me a little bit of her previous film, actually. The double, in the sense of uh, the style mainly, not the story. Um, so this man, he it, we're introduced to this character who's a very broken person. Uh, it starts with him with this urge to even kill his child, his basically new, newborn. Um, and then he heads he he heads away. He checks in, he checks into the hotel, calls an escort, and he starts to narrate his plan how he's gonna murder her. And we start to get like some sort of backst- mild backstory of why he wants to do this. Um, some sort of trauma that he's experienced in his life. And the trauma is told in a very surrealistic way. Where there's some weird creatures and things of that nature. Um, then she comes over. Things start to go not as planned. That's all I'll say. Things start to change on him. Not the way he planned. And some stuff happens. Um, I'm not going to give oh, give it away because it is interesting what does happen. But uh, I had be- uh, higher expectations of this movie. Um, I don't. I think the story kind of kind of fizzles away too sh- too soon, and it just drags after the initial um, mishap. Um, but I do like the style of this movie. It is odd. It's something unique that I haven't seen in a while. Uh, the, for some reason, I think either IMDb or or Wikipedia uh, categorize this movie as a comedy horror. There's no comedy in this movie. I think it's <laughs> really no. There's, there's absolutely no comedy. I don't. I mean, maybe I didn't see the comedy. It didn't look like there should be any comedy in it. No, which is odd. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are calling it a comedy horror, which I don't get. Um, maybe the maybe the jokes are just a little bit too highbrow yeah, for you. I don't just get it. Flying right over it. your head. But uh, yeah, it, I'll say it's a very odd movie. It's not for me. I, I had better expectations of it. Um, it starts off very strong, but then it just fizzles away, like I said. And um, I think maybe it does have an audience out there um, that might be into it. But um, yeah, I would pass on this one. Cool. Um, would you give it? I'll probably give it a two and a half out of five. Sounds like a two. But and it, half. it is cool to see uh, Christopher Abbott in the leading man role, and he his performance is good. Just Mia um, Wasikowska as well. But uh, that's pretty much the only good about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got anything else? Um, I don't think so. No. All right. I'm going to talk about one movie really quick. I watched uh, Arctic, directed by Joe Pena. Got him. Oh, it was my Wait, choice. What, what did you was, watch? Uh, Free Solo or Arctic? Or Arctic oh, Arctic. Yesterday. Yeah. I, I opted for Free Solo yeah, before I want to the see Arctic. Uh, yeah. So this movie stars uh, Mads Mikkelsen. And uh, I'm going to fuck this up. But uh, Maria Thelma Sparadotir, I believe. <laughs> what? It's like, a, like some, I believe it's Scandinavian. Uh, it's a very difficult name. Um, so a man is a stranded in, Ar- in Ar- 
I'm sorry. A man is stranded in the Arctic is finally about to be, receive his long-awaited rescue. However, after a tragic incident, his opportunity is lost, and he must then decide whether to, whether to remain in relative safety of his camp or embark on a deadly trek through the unknown for potential salvation. Um, so it stars uh, Matt Mickelson. He plays this guy that seems to be a um, helicopter pilot or something, or perhaps a code pilot. He has a, a bit, bit of a makeshift camp. It's a um, it's an old airplane. The, the wings have been partially destroyed, and the front end of it is like very burned and, and broken, so it, it's obvious that the plane crashed there, and we're assuming that he was on that plane when it crashed. Um, he is alone for the most part. He does these things every day. He has like a routine or a schedule, and um, each change in that schedule is marked by a... Uh, a chime from his watch and uh we go through the repetition of his day to day with him he he wakes up very early and he, then he goes and uh and he he sends off a beacon with this uh, like emergency transmitter that he has and he does that for a time and then he goes and he checks um his his uh fishing lures he has like a bunch of fishing lures like strategically set up in the on like a river so that they uh that they uh, get fish and he has to like cut through the ice every day because it he's in the Arctic so it builds up and um, I feel cold. You you just yeah, talking about a, this fucking movie? It's a very you will feel cold after a while too. The, I, I don't know about that. It sounds <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Um, what else? He he visits this little this little grave every day. It's I think it's obvious that it's a grave and he cleans off rocks on the grave. Obviously in respect for someone who possibly. Uh, died on that on that crash with him um so all this time he's waiting for rescue and then someone finally shows up it's a uh, helicopter crew and um it's in the midst of a storm and there's a very powerful storm and that something happens to that helicopter and essentially he ends up meeting a young woman who's injured in that crash and he has to take care of her for a while and um realizing that her injury won't become better over time he has to get help and help for himself so he has to find a way to get them uh get them rescued um this sounds like uh what was that one movie with uh i think it's uh paul what's his name paul walker paul walker paul walker Eight, eight below, eight below, eight below oh, eight with below, the dogs, yeah, yeah. and yeah. he has to like get someone out of uh, the cold, uh, cold situation. Yeah, this is very, very different from that. Oh, um, <laughs> I thought you say it's very similar. <laughs> no, this is incredibly different from that. Um, I think this is one of the best performances that I've seen so far from Mads Mikkelsen. Um, despite like uh, lack of dialogue and um, any typical interaction with other characters, because the woman is basically comatose for the the majority of the movie, so there's no real interaction there. Um, he's basically on screen by himself, just emoting like a motherfucker for an hour and a half. And um, you never, like the movie never phrased, you don't feel, um, you don't feel bored or, or, or it doesn't feel jarring at any time. It's like really compelling and then it's intense. You see this man trying to survive in Arctic and it's really difficult and, and it's shot in a really beautiful and really, effective way so you really feel for his struggle and you feel you feel cold and you feel like it it's just exhausting watching this um there's some things that i don't like about it um i think that it could have raised the stakes in some areas it is very 
thrilling at times, but throughout the movie it can lull, lull at points. And I think that um, just really amping up like how difficult it would be to survive there would have would have only helped this film. But um, I don't know what else to say about it. It's a uh, it's shot beautifully. Um, you can see like all the mountains and stuff in the Arctic, and like with the sunsets and sunrises, it looks really great. Um, I think it could be easy to make everything look really monotonous after a while because it's just a bunch of snow and white shit everywhere. But um, I think it did a really good job of making most of the shots look interesting. I think I would give this a solid three and a half out of five. Um, I do think Matt Mickelson is really fucking good in this. Um, and I think it's worth watching for that alone. I was hoping for more. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe you'll get more out of it. I think it's definitely worth watching. Three and a half is pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. He guesses. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't mention the polar bear scenes. The polar bear scenes are great. You should watch them for that and for Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. Are you guys ready to So move? it's better than Polar? Polar? Yeah, it's the other Mads Mikkelsen film that oh, came out. Oh, I didn't recently. see that. You you saw that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't going to watch that. It doesn't look. <laughs> it did not look great. But I was not going to subject myself to that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready to uh, talk about Lego Movie? Yeah, let's do it. Lego Movie 2, that is. Yeah, the second part. The second part. Here's a clip. Once, everything was awesome. Now, everything is bleak. Hey, Lucy. I brought you coffee. Coffee. The bitter liquid that provides the only semblance of pleasure left in these dark times. Oh, my goshness. Did I interrupt you brooding just now? Times have changed. You need to change with them. We have to be tough and battle ready. Look, a shooting star, make a wish. <gasps> oh no. Run! Hurry, the door is slowly closing. Oh, the pain. That was a great clip, right? I would yeah. say it's one of the better ones we've had recently. You said that a couple times now. The beginning, I think you're lying. The Lego Movie 2, the second part, was directed by Mike Mitchell. It stars Chris Pratt, uh, Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett, Tiffany Haddish, Allison Brie, Nick Offerman. There's a bunch of people in this. Like a bunch. Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum, Jason Momoa, Charlie Day. Jesus Christ. Wait, who's Channing Tatum? Yeah, Channing Tatum's in it. Ben Schwartz. Who'd he play? Channing Tatum. He was uh, Clark Kent, Superman. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, Ray Fiennes. This is crazy. Um, they come in pieces. Who the fuck did Ray Fiennes play? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he was Alfred Pennyworth. He was, he was Alfred. <laughs> what? Yeah. Alfred had lines? Yeah. I remember. Why would they get like these A-list actors for so, like two lights? They paid him a lot. They did that a lot in the previous one. Yeah, yeah, they did that a lot. Yeah, Bruce Willis plays Bruce Willis. Dude. Yeah. Uh, Gary Payton. I got to say, that was the this. funniest part <laughs> for me. <laughs> Richard Ayode was an ice cream cone. All right. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out for a while, and then I realized it's him because he it's his cadence. I was, in, I was like, oh, that's Richard Ayode. Yeah. Uh, here's a synopsis. It's been five years since everything was awesome, and the citizens are facing a huge new threat. Lego Duplo, invaders from outer space wrecking everything faster than they can rebuild. What did you think of the Lego movie 2, the second part? Well, Steve. Damn. Like a teacher calling on a kid in class. 
Uh, hey. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I fucking hated that shit, man. I was like, start panicking. Even though I knew the answer, I would be panicking. Like you're trying to figure time. out gestures that you could do to make it look like you you're not the one. Yeah. Like you could be like, I would I would like go in my backpack and like kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Like she's uh, she's obviously busy. Let me call on somebody else. else. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's like she ex stops him. Uh, all right. Uh, so Lego Movie, the second part. Uh, you know what? I'll start off by saying this. I like the first one better. Uh, this this film, I guess. Also, let me let me start off with this. It takes place right after the events of the first film. And we have a new, uh, the new antagonists, the new, uh, uh, the new bad guys in the in, in the in, I guess in the series or the, this film. And as you can expect, it, it follows the same kind of like thematic, like just it, it really is following kind of like in the same footsteps as its like predecessor. But I feel like it stumbles in a lot of parts especially with the comedy it didn't hit as hard for me as the first one did i think the third uh the first one was a little bit more just like wittier and i think it made a lot of smart references where this one really just relies on that heavily and i think it forgets it's a kids film as well uh it has a simple plot but then you know it's just and you kind of kind of see it coming a mile away you know the, the story beats but on the flip side it's just it it's there's no real comedy for kids. I was in a theater full of children and uh, no one like no one fucking laughed. I think it was like me and a few adults laughing at all like the deeper jokes. Like yeah, like there's like a Radiohead joke which I was like dying. Yeah, I fucking yeah. died when I heard that. But that's what I'm saying. This film is still funny, but it's just it doesn't just it doesn't hit as hard or just hits the same notes as the first one does. And I think maybe maybe that's a just me personally, maybe just some. I hold a first one up in such high regard, and it, I'm kind of disappointed if I'm going to be honest. Oh, cool. Yeah, if I'm going to be honest, quite disappointed. Um, I think uh, I think this movie has a lot of the previous movie's charm. I think what it's lacking is just this this nice world building, and and I think. Um, like it, it kind of world builds, but not like in the sense that the original one does, because it's the very first installment. Um, this one kind of picks up like right after. Uh, I think if you tack it on to the old movie, though, it wouldn't really drag the movie down too much. Uh, I think there's a lot of good stuff here. I would say it gets a little bit too wild and crazy, and too many things happen at once sometimes. Um, uh, but overall, I kind of. It hit right where I thought it would. It was, it's a sequel. I always assume the sequel is going to be not as good as the the first one, but I also, yeah. you know, think it wasn't bad. I I think I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, got some good laughs out of it. I think there are a lot more laughs in the first one, but still, I think the writing is still there, and I think um, if the script was a little tighter and more cohesive, it would have been just as good as the original. Uh, but slightly worse than the original, but still not bad for it. Could be the best movie we see in February, I think. Because February is shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've heard people say that multiple times. February yeah, I is mean, shit. I think, um, I think, yeah, I miss some of the character arcs from the original. 
I feel like no one really um, had any. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's like I don't know what it. I think I think it just relies so heavily on what made the first one worked. Is that it, it's it just doesn't redefine. It's just it's kind of the same thing, and I think that's what bums me out. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. Like you, you're probably right. I probably should have had a better just you know just expectation of what this film had to offer. But overall, it was just very much like you know. Same old, same old. But there were, I mean, but don't get me wrong. There's still very much, uh, there were some parts where I just couldn't help but laugh, you know. So it does still hit those notes, just, you know, just not as often and or as often as I would like. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with it, though. I think it's a, it goes down smooth enough to. The one thing I would say is, is there no one, it was the weirdest experience in a kid's film. Because, I, you know, when you when you go watch these movies, there's like, well, this I think the Lego Movie as a whole just doesn't cater to children much. But and I think the first one did a better job at it. Yeah, barely though. Yeah, I, this I, I just I'm fresh. I just watched the, the first. Maybe one. Maybe that's why I have to go back and rewatch it. But when yeah. I was and and even I feel like Bat Lego Batman just works better. You know, like like a lot of these. I don't know. It's just I feel like no one was. It was the weirdest fucking feel. I've never been in a theater. I don't know. There man, was times I where I was the only one laughing, and it was the theater was full. I say I say all the adults laughed in my theater. Yeah, uh, I think I don't know. I would say the humor is pretty on par after watching them back to back. I think they're. I think it carries over, and the writing is still very clever. Uh, I just think the plot is where it needs to be tightened up, and no. it makes it. I can see kids like finding this harder to follow than the first one because of how jumbled together and like this is all these like false you know, narratives going on with like the bad guy and yeah, uh, could have done without that. And just, it could have just made it a little bit more straightforward. Like the first one, like a, a second story, but overall what Lord, you, Lord and Miller, uh, got it. They seem to be getting I, it a lot. I think I enjoy this quite a bit. Um, um, I liked it. I agree with, uh, some of the things y'all were saying. I think that, um, I think in terms of when it comes to plot and story, those are the some of the things that I enjoy the most about this movie. Um, I really like the idea of uh, sort of the aliens coming down and wrecking wrecking the entire world, and um, that being sort of uh, sort that sort of parallel paralleling the the relationship between the brother and the sister. I thought that was really clever and um, really well handled. But um, I, I guess for me. It, it was just more so the the story on a scene to scene basis. I think that a lot of the comedy wasn't as funny, and a lot of the scenes weren't as entertaining as the first as the first film, and that's really where it dropped off for me. Um, I do like the story. I don't think it's as exciting or as funny as the as the first one. Um, I do like a lot of the like the self referential jokes and stuff that it made. Though those were pretty pretty interesting and. Um, they were a bit different, and that's what I liked about the first one. It was very different from a lot of animated movies that we get. It <coughs> was uh, funny and hilarious, and it still worked for kids, and it was also not corny or cheesy in any way. And I think this one w- kept up with the first one uh, to a degree. Um, what about you, Sean? I'm tired of talking. Um, <laughs> so damn. See, I, everyone should end a review that way. <laughs> I actually never owned Legos in my life. Um, never had Legos Poor, as a child. Poor, yeah, 
Never did. I used um, to build houses like on those like planes you could buy that have. Oh yeah. Dude, they still, I mean, they probably still make a killing, right? They still. Dude, I, honestly, oh, yeah. Legos Legos are incredible oh, because I, I almost expensive. went out and bought them. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, because I was just like, I want to build <laughs> them again. You gonna make? I don't care. <laughs> oh, Buying okay. the model. I mean, there's some sick ones I've seen. I've seen some really nice ones. Yeah, but that's fun. But it was always fun, like just starting with a blank slate and trying to build like a like a actual real estate development. <laughs> no <Yeah>. instructions. <laughs> it was fun. So yeah, um, this one, uh, a big fan of the first. Uh, rewatched it not too long ago. Um, for me, I think the first one has a lot more memorable bits, and the the overall plot in the first one is incredible. This one, I was a bit uh, underwhelmed. Uh, one of the worst parts of the film for me, uh, you mentioned that you actually did enjoy, Harvey. I, I didn't like the sort of relationship that we get with the brother and sister in reality. I thought it was a bit corny, and I, especially to, uh, what transpires in the end, uh, let's say the twist. Um, I thought that was awful. Um, not a fan of it. It's for children, bro. I just... I, even, it, it, trying to it brainwash them play nicely. It was even played very... Very corny. The, just kind of like a TV show, like a Disney show in a way. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I just try to block those very small parts yeah, of the movie I don't, out. Like, it was almost they were trying I don't to believe beat those you. scenes made it better, no. Uh, it was almost they were trying to beat you over the head with teaching you a lesson, but the lesson's misguided. Uh, well, uh, for, for kids, I don't think it works. For us, I don't think it would work. Um, uh, I don't... There's not much memorable jokes in this one. I did, there were some things that I like with Batman, but Emmett's character is kind of, even though he's the lead in this movie, he's kind of the lesser known character in the film at this point. We get a lot more from Batman. It makes fun of that too, actually. Yeah. Um, they reference uh, Chris Pratt's career in a way. That was kind of funny. Um, yeah. I think Bruce Willis had the best fucking part. He had the best joke. That shit was, I had, it was me and his mom right in front of me dying. Yeah. I was like sitting here and this mom was sitting here with her kids and she, like me and her were the only people laughing at the Bruce Willis joke. I was like, this is fucking great. Yeah. Um, they play I, I really Cruz wanted song. more of, for me, one of the best parts of the first one is Will Smith's character, or not Will Smith, <laughs> <laughs> Will Farrell's character. And this one, obviously, probably for schedule and budget and you have him like doing ADR in the background. Even some scenes, he's just like, his voice is coming down from upstairs or down below or something. You don't even see him. Um, you see him in like a mild flashback, but his character in that movie was incredible. Um, and the villain in this movie, not a big fan. Tiffany Haddish is she's she has some funny moments, but not a not a fan of the actual character. <laughs> yeah, true. she's she's not she's not. I do. I yeah, I, I agree with that. Like I was saying, the false narratives of the bad guy and stuff. But I think the songs are great. The all songs right. are incredible. I don't think th- all the songs are incredible. I think there was maybe. I like them all. I really like the song towards the end when they're singing about how things are not awesome. Oh, that's the radio. Yeah, yeah, the radio. Yeah, that I like, I like that fucking uh, the first song with Tiffany Haddish. That shit. I was that was a bop, as the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hate you. I'm gonna get that on Spotify real quick. Blast um, But yeah, um, definitely like you said, Steve. I'm more of a fan of the first. Uh, I don't think I would, re- I would remember this movie a year from now, whereas the sec- the first one still lingers. Yeah, the first one mind. is one of those like um, like gems that like when you hear someone who hasn't watched it, you get like you haven't seen it, right? And you like you want them to see it. You like I don't know, you get excited because it's like it's like I weird. Also, yeah. What's crazy about that? That movie wasn't even nominated for best animated. Uh, 
Snub feature. Yeah. Yeah. Snub. I also think it's also due to uh, Lord and Miller. They weren't really involved in this one. They wrote it, but they didn't direct it. Right. Um, the first one they did. Um, and those guys have a real knack for comedy. Yeah. Um, the comedy in this one, does it, they, the plot was a bit too convoluted, I thought, as well. Yeah, everything just seemed just messier. Like, I don't know, it just didn't, I don't know, just... It most certainly is, yeah. But I, just I don't know, think, the characters, um, those, like, I don't know, the first one had a lot of, like, nice, touching moments. And, like, the moments that happen here, I mean, they still, like, you know, they still, like, in a weird way might move you. But it's just, I don't feel like it just didn't hit the same as the first one. I, I think... I don't necessarily see it as uh, messier. I think they were trying to be more ambitious, if anything. And uh, not only like them going to space, they uh, like sort of ex- expanded the plot and made this, the story like more. Uh, I don't know, more dynamic, I guess, than the, than I the mean, first one. I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, <laughs> that's great and all, but it doesn't really work for kids. I don't think so. Been a storage. I don't know. <laughs> but but I, what shit. I kept, what I kept thinking though it doesn't really work for kids in the first one either i don't think either of them do i don't know i i don't know i'm not a kid i don't know maybe they're smarter than than me they are they probably are smarter kids i think they can follow the plot for for what it is but i i don't think like most of the jokes like what's funny about the jokes i think is would largely go missed by kids yeah, I mean, a lot of the jokes are referenced in um, millennial era um, references, and I mean, it, this movie's marketed to like five to like twelve years old, and then like there's a gap, I think. I don't think. Yeah, I feel like this movie is definitely not for. It's. I don't think this is for kids. I feel like people remember like, oh, the first one was funny, and you know, you liked it, yeah. but then as like when you think about it, it's like it's like yeah, maybe Tom is right. Maybe it just was never really meant for kids. It's just right. it just appealed to them, or just had like there were just certain things that worked for them. But <laughs> there was actually no uh, children in my theater. I had I actually all saw this kids. movie. I walked into the theater. Did and you the go guy, to Alamo? No, I went to the Berg. <laughs> walked into the theater. The guy that that I know there, or the manager. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Yeah, we're just going in," and I went in. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I mean, I've got it like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. for it. No, uh, I don't know. I feel like this. I hate Look, to man. say disappointed, but yeah. Well, the I guess first one was lightning in a bottle, all right? Yeah, I mean that shit's incredible. Yeah. Can't live up to that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was ever going to live up to it. But you know, February, I think you could you could do a lot worse. Yeah, and look, look, don't get me wrong. I didn't hate this movie. There, I did enjoy watching it. But like I said, I don't think it's gonna stay in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. Like it's like it's like it's not a terrible movie i still love seeing these characters like will and as batman is fucking genius i, don't I love when like, so that's I, like the best casting of batman yeah. i've ever seen in my life. i love when like they like they say like they call him bruce and he's like who's bruce, who's bruce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know uh a lot a lot of shit works in this uh or not a lot of shit i mean uh there was a lot of shit that worked in the first one and then this one is just you know, it misses more than it hits. But regardless, I still like seeing all these characters. And let's be honest, we're going to get a third one. They can't just end it here. We're definitely going to yeah. get one. And uh, hopefully the, they knock one, it out the park. This one also got a bit around. dark, like super dark in the end to where I was kind of sad. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's, it has to do with the twist. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. weird. I but mean, yeah, it's, it's just different. Yeah. I don't know. You guys want to rate it? Sure. Yeah, I guess. Um, I'm gonna give it a three. Whereas, like the f- first one was probably like a four and a half for me. 
Yeah, definitely. Like Most the first, five. honestly, yeah, I would say the first one I loved a lot. And after rewatching, it still hits. I think that shit's like a five for me. I, I put it up there. It's one of like one of those like best like animated movies in the last decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say this one's definitely like a three. It's not horrible. It's just it was just a, it was just a bit disappointing because I was I, I had high hopes for this franchise or for this just sequel at least. It still had had some uh, some solid jokes that just had made me die. I would give it a three and a half. I think a light three and a half. You know, it's a, it's a cute little movie. There's a lot of funny jokes for me. I uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, but you know, that's a whole star away from the the original. Did you uh for me? What do you guys think of the song? The the main song was supposed to be kind of like everything is awesome. I, I don't even remember, dude. Yeah, that's just, that was the whole what, point of the song. Everything's not awesome. No, no. There was, see, that was the whole point of that pop song that they played. Was that he's like, this is a song that you'll never get out of your head. Oh right, right. Yeah, right. That, that's the funny part. I was I'm about to bop the soundtrack. Lonely Island didn't do the soundtrack, did they? I think they did. I was looking on Spotify. Uh, they they, are they did the first one. Well, I no, mean, they, they they're probably credited for the Everything's Awesome song, but I don't think they did other songs in the movie. Uh, everything's not awesome. Not sure. The super cool I mean, from this their one? voices weren't in it. At the end, though, they were definitely, the ending credits, they were definitely oh, were in they? that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's that rap song, whatever it is they have. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that was new to this film. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I think I'd give it a three and a half. Um, you guys want to pick a movie next week? This might be my top movie of 2019. Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Okay. I haven't yeah. really seen anything else. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, we've got uh, Alita, Battle Angel. Um, there's also ha- Happy Death Day uh, to you. Count me out. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody else, anybody else seen the, the first one, right? No. No, but this trailer spoiled the ending, so I really don't care. Okay. Yeah, that was so. I was like, dude, you guys put that movie out eight months ago. You can't spoil it. What the fuck? Yeah. The weirdest. Should we watch cool. Cold Cold Pursuit. Um, That's crazy that see they if made Liam Neeson's really racist. Yeah, I'm just curious. Can why he clarify they... that he's not. Oh, so that just. <laughs> oh, by, the way, <laughs> by the way, I'm not racist. <laughs> my my thing about that is like, dude, keep it to yourself. Yeah, there's. Why did you say that? <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no reason. There's no reason to say that. <laughs> we you don't nobody needs to know. <laughs> uh, we've also got. Um, the prodigy, we can go back and see. Uh, no, I'm okay. Let's go watch Alita. with the kid. Yeah, let's go watch Alita. I guess it's we'll do Alita because of it's you know there's people attached to it. I don't know who. You got G- R- Robbie Christine R. Waltz. J- Jamie Jamie Can- uh, Cameron. Okay. Uh, I guess <laughs> next week, look out for our Alita, hot take. Ba- Alita Battle Angel. Oh, we all have to read the manga before we watch the movie, guys. I'm good on that, actually. Her eyes like look really big and creepy in it, but also kind of cheesy. I thought you say kind of sexy. I don't know why I thought you'd say that. <laughs> nah, not a fan. There's nothing sexy about that. Big old eyes. All right, you guys, want to talk about the topic? Yeah, explain the topic again. So We're going to talk about, uh, I guess, intellectual properties from our childhood that we'd like to see made into feature films. Right? Yeah. I don't think it necessarily has to be restricted to animated films or anything. Right? Just. Mine's gonna film. be animated, but yeah. Okay. Mine's not animated. I want it. I want it to be weird. Speaking right. of that, um, since nobody's gonna pick Pokemon because that's, 
I saw the trailer for that again during this. I'm, I'm still not, I'm, amazed by how this is even a thing. Yeah, how they, you don't understand how, there should be a, how excited I am for this. I'm, I'm definitely going to go see it. It blows my mind because so they took a franchise it. and totally turned it on its head. That, yeah. It doesn't make any this sense look, to me. They should, uh, they should make a documentary for the, the making you of know, this movie. You know this is I'd based off that. a video game, right? Uh, there's but a, like, yeah, there's a video game called look, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, the concept, yeah, but like, look yeah, at the but, world that they. Yeah. Oh yeah, the world. It's, the world it's is so, ridiculous. I, I can't wait. You got Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu. That's insane. Oh man, I don't know what's happening in this. This is like they could have just made a, a standard Pokemon movie, though. I don't understand why they went with this one. This it, no, it this is, is great. I think they made a couple Pokemon movies, right? And they they probably didn't live up to the success of the first one. So it's like, why no, bother? Wait, why, why we don't? Action. I don't know. I what? feel like there's never been live action. No, I mean, I said, I mean, like animated. Do you movies. really want to watch a live action Pokemon movie? I mean, if they're gonna do it, why are they doing some so, something so wacky? Yeah, yeah, might as well fucking do something wacky. Like, I don't know, I'd like take the ridiculous it. idea of Pokemon and just put it in our world. That, like, I feel like this is gonna. Be... I'd like to see the Ash. You know, I'm gonna say it. I think. I think when we all go see it, I think we're all gonna have a, we're gonna have a good time. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. I want to. I want to see this. They've been rumor. This been rumors for years. Uh, it's a cartoon that I think we all grew up with. Uh, it's actually seen reboot after reboot, uh, but we never got a live action movie or even like an actual film. Uh, it's a uh, Batman. No, Thundercats. No. Oh. Fucking remember that shit? Fucking Lionel, fucking Jatara. I, I hated it. I think uh, I would love to see that, but I want to see it live action, the, and I want to see it like, but like OG, like don't make it modern and try to look like super cool or edgy. I want to see their cheesy ass, like like old ass, like eighties costumes, like the leotard and shit. I want to just like 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 we just said about Pokemon. Just go fucking wacky with it. Why not? Like, when who, I was watching Thundercats, it was because it was on at 4.30, but my show came on at 5.30. 5.30, Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, and I was just like, wow, American anime is inferior to... Oh, well, technically, it's not anime. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> animated. Uh, no, I, I uh, actually, uh, they rebooted the series like in early aughts. Uh, I would say maybe in like around 2010. It was actually pretty fucking good, and they canceled it. Uh, it was around the same time uh, Young Justice came out, which was another great animated series that, that got canceled too. Uh, but no, I would love to see this kind of come back and like you I know think fuck you it. You and the entire furry community would love that. Oh really? Yeah. I was actually doing research on furries. <laughs> I can't yeah. I'm, getting I'm sure you were. Yeah, I was, I, because why are you saying this now? Uh, well, that's why I, I discovered something about myself that uh, I didn't know. Okay. Furries are pretty dope. All That's right. it, really. Really? What are you catering to them? I'm trying yeah. to get their vote. I'm trying to get their vote right now. I'm running for office for okay. a community. Okay. Sean, what about you? Um, Don't say Cobra. No, not. Well, they, I mean, they had a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't exist. There was a movie of Cobra, but anyways, um, I think uh, there this movie it's been in some sort of the. Developmental stage uh, over the last twenty years or so, I believe. Le- uh, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's company. I think they're currently trying to make it into a film, uh, but it might not happen. And it's um, Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Um, I think it'll be a good movie, like a good live action movie. You know the thing global is, warming right now. It's yeah, hot topic. It's hot topic it right now. Climate change. Of course, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll just let's say that. What if it was like an actual like like a brutal. A brutal story. Yeah, well, how would you? Oh, well, yeah, I think it would, I think it would be. Like I think. I think uh, it could take. I, I like Logan meets. <laughs> <laughs> Logan. 
Something along the lines of that. <laughs> Wasn't like, Leonardo DiCaprio supposed to be like in Akira or some shit? Akira? Yeah, he was supposed to Just be in Akira. Yeah. I think we're th- 20 years too late for that. Yeah. I- I'm still down for it. I know he wouldn't do it now. But, but yeah, definitely in the in a, in a <laughs> I couldn't dark... imagine him doing it now. <laughs> His face is too round. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Joe was supposed to be in it, I think. That's just Gordon Levitt. For people don't, that don't know uh, yeah. him personally. Did you see that? <laughs> did you see that? Um, I think last year Oscars, he was like he had like a um a ponytail, a, a beard, and he was like smoking a vape. <laughs> and um, Jonah Hill goes, "Hey, Leo, why don't you leave some pussy for the rest of us?" Because <laughs> yeah. he always like walks around like twenty models everywhere he goes. It's, like, he lives a crazy, and he li- he only lives on boats <laughs> and like in like yachts in Miami. Why do I want I want to be his friend so badly? There's like a handful the, of actors do you that last, I want to be friends with. I think it was like two year, two years ago, summer. Um, he may, he's usually never in the news um, about like his personal life and shit. But like um, he was in the news because he took twenty girls home after a club. <laughs> it's like, that's that's a, like that reminds me of the the monkeys in a barrel where they all like stick together and you pull. Them out. <laughs> How do you take twenty girls home? Like, what do you do with that? They're, all, they're all arm locked. <laughs> Fucking all of them. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> He's no fucking way. He does the fucking cha-cha <laughs> out the door with him. Yeah. What if you go, like, what if you figure out that just, like, Leo's just into some weird tantric shit? Like, he's just, you walk into his house, and it just, like... He's like in a silk robe, but it's open, and it's just naked. He's and like he's just, Jeremy Clement's character from um, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, and he's just like orgies. Yeah, it's just like his whole room or his whole house is just like full of incest and like fucking not incest but incense and just like fucking weird like yeah. tantric shit. I want to know what you think this that movie would be like. Oh, uh, we got caught up with Leo for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I think, about this. I think the one of I, for me or what it should be like. I think the the villain in this movie would be somebody who's uh uh created the great um trash reef. Do you guys know about that? Yeah, it's yeah. like this uh, giant patch of trash that gets circulated. Like the side in the, of Tex- it's like the size yeah, of Texas. Yeah, that circulates in the ocean due or to like the than Texas. due to the current. And I think uh, Captain Planet and the Planeteers would fight that. The villain. Do you think the Captain Planet is overpowered? Because if you think about it, he's technically Superman, so he can just yeah. kind of pick it up and throw that shit into space. Probably. So it's like the movie will be kind of over within I feel like, five minutes. I feel like it could go horribly wrong and it would be like a Power Rangers situation like the recent one they made where it's kind of like the these like the human characters are oh, kind of corny. Like, <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Power, the way they had the weird Krispy Kreme fucking Power advertisement re- in it. Yeah, Power Rangers is re- really, really weird. It's a weird yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I want to see a sequel really badly though. What about you, uh, Thomas? Uh, so my idea, um, I did find that this was made into like a TV animated Japanese show or movie. Nerd. Um, but, uh, not, it was 2D, looked really shitty, nobody watched it. Uh, I'm talking a nice DreamWorks, uh, 3D version of Tamagotchis. Are you serious? Yeah. (laughs) Is that your pick? Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, dude, I mean, you go, I was Googling like, Fuck. shit from All right, we're going to have to do a... I don't, <laughs> dude, I don't have a backup. I, I honestly <laughs> never would have guessed that you picked that. That's such a fucking weird one. That's because so it, fucking No, it makes weird. so much sense. I didn't think anyone was going to pick that. 
I you know what? Sh- you I know what? This, God, no idea you're I just that. picture this movie just being like those shitty. The, it's gonna be bad. Tell your idea. I you got like a movie pitch. Yeah, I have a movie pitch. Yeah, yeah, pitch. So think, pitch. so think, Toy Story meets like Inside Out. Uh, essentially, in Inside Out, these little things that live inside this little girl's brain, they make up her emotions. But this would be they live inside some little girls, like her Tamagotchi. Uh, essentially, it just looks like a little two D thing on the screen. But once you dive into that screen, you're in this vast three D world. Uh, where these Tamagotchis possibly get lost and and have to find their way back can we have to their unit where they can be, you know be with their owner and uh that's really all I know I'm, so I, like, I, I'm, I'm a producer I'm or I'm the guy who's going to give the money he's like can we do cross promotion with Digimon because they did have Tamagotchi Digimon for a while I had I had a couple you had to shake them to evolve yeah dude. man so I'm thinking we can do some cross promotions even get Bandai Namco onto this shit man really make some money off of it Digimon movie's great all right uh here's my pitch this is what I was thinking. Um, it'd be it'd be it'd be live action. We'd have um, you guys gonna have to co-direct us. Yeah, okay. it's just gonna be a Lord and Mirror production. It's gonna be like a Gladden. Show and Harvey. It's Shomo Gladden production. Shomo Gladden. <laughs> Lord and Miller. Yeah. Glad Glad Show. Glad, glad Show, show production. production. All right. Um, it's live action. Uh, it it would be a, a nice white family. Um, three people: mom, dad, and uh, I guess a little boy. Um. I don't know who could play that character. Some, some generic who's little hot, kid. No, who's hot right now? I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. It'd the, be a generic little kid. That kid that's in every movie. That what's that his name? From, um, the room. Yeah, that. Kid, yeah, that kid. Trembling. Trembling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be him. Yeah, it's gonna be him. He won't be a boy anymore though. By the time you guys get this shit off the ground, <laughs> you'd have to find. You'd have to find. <laughs> I think still, you still cast him. He's like a fucking like an adult. You're just like no, you have to play or, the or boy. Or maybe the kid from uh, mid nineties. <laughs> There'll be an equivalent. Um. Yeah. Anyway, you put your own kids in it. They, uh, I'm sure you'll have kids at the time. <laughs> they go on a camping trip, and uh, he gets separated from his family. Gets lost because he's venturing out, playing with his tomagachi in the forest. Um, a thunderstorm comes and. Basically, his Tomagotchi gets struck by lightning, and um, basically, the Tomagotchi comes to life. It's a real, actual creature. It's the creature brought into the real world. The Tomagotchi is now an actual, living, breathing, weird animal, and uh, he forms a friendship with it, um, and it's a, a lot of fun shit with him trying to keep it a secret, keep it away from his family. He probably brings it to school a couple times or one time and has to... Get a clever way to uh, not get caught with it. Um, and then the government comes for it, obviously. John Cena is probably leading that team. He's trying to <laughs> recover the a- weird alien digital creature. Um, yeah, that's this what I've got so like far. G.I. Joe. How does that sound like G.I. Joe? Who's the mom? Uh, probably Marisa Tomei or something. I really like Chan that. Because she's just character. like she's like a realistic level of hot for like a mom. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, yeah I like she definitely that. is. Ever since I saw her walking on Second Avenue, yeah, man, she's definitely I think that perfect uh, casting for a mom. Yeah. Uh, who's the dad? Is that he's an absentee father? Maybe absentee. we never. He, you, no, 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 no. No, he's definitely gonna. This is gonna be a nice no. family. Yeah. He. We need. We need that. Uh, that right. dynamic there between the kid and the son right. um, to t- sort of level out the. Uh, All right. I'm gonna pitch something. Don't you can shoot it down. But I was hoping we can get a surprise cast. Like we don't like we don't say who the father is, but you see him off screen a lot until the very end, and boom, we can put like you know a big fucking star in there. People are gonna freak out. Yeah, that could uh, work. Leo option. Just saying, we don't have to, but it is an option. 
We are, he's under contract. He has to think, do it. <laughs> I don't think Leo would be in this sort of this sort of thing. He's under contract. He definitely has to do it. Yeah. Are you guys ready to play the game? Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yes. All right. Uh, this is called uh, oh. Get Wrecked. <laughs> I, was, I still owe you that movie, Steve. I'll give it to you next you, week. You a couple things. Don't uh, send them to collections. Patrick was here last night actually looking for you. Oh, he was? Yeah. Um, anyway, this game's called Get Wrecked. Uh, I believe since Steve like lost. Like dodging people? <laughs> <laughs> what if I actually do send it to collections? Like you getting phone calls in the middle of the night? <laughs> Your shit. <laughs> Getting fucking calls from private numbers. Private numbers. I'm like, yeah, I got some time this, coming in this week. I'll squeeze it in. Is there a par? Is there a parstram disc right here? And they're like, oh no. <laughs> All right, uh, Steve uh, lost the game last week, so he is immune. So the lower roller oh. of the lowest uh, number will be assigned a movie by Steve. And I got a three. <laughs> Fantastic. Sean's rolling vigorously. He lets it fly. One. He gets God a seven. Damn it. That's a seven, isn't it? Oh, it's a one. Oh, that is a one. God damn it. God. How'd you roll a can't one? can't owe another movie. An 11. <laughs> you owe <also laughs> something. Your boy's gone, gone on a streak yeah. right now. Yeah, you're uh, in debt. Dude, you're like. <laughs> you need a loan. You need a movie loan. <laughs> Put it on my show, tab. Go to Shomo real quick. You want to pay off some of these debts. <laughs> show me you want to watch the movies for him? <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm auctioning off movies <laughs> for back rubs. Oh, I, like, I don't feel like right. You just watch fucking the movie I gave you. How about that? Eh, give me a new movie, bitch. I'll watch all nah, of it. No, nah, no. You watch the movie <laughs> I fucking gave you. Bitch, I'll watch all of it. <laughs> all right, Sean. You got debts. Uh-huh. I don't do you a favor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always <laughs> no, said it. I need it. <laughs> if you watch this movie, you uh-huh. don't owe me the other one. Okay. Which one? <laughs> making deals now? Yeah, I have to make it because he's not gonna pay up anyway. Yeah, all right. If you watch, you know me. Yeah, I know you're not gonna pay up. If you watch Howl's Moving Castle, okay, you don't owe me Princess Mononoke, even though Princess Mononoke is my favorite. Really? Yeah, it's my favorite. You know what? I'll watch that one. You watch both? No. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? <laughs> no. So if you so if you watch Howl's Moving Castle, okay, you don't have to watch Princess Mononoke. But if you want to watch both, I will you know highly suggest it. Check right now if it's on Amazon before I make commitments. What do you mean make commitments? I'm telling you what movie you got to watch. It don't work this way. Oh wait. It's I'll either, find it. I'll find it. It's either that or you're gonna get mannequin too. So you better fucking No, I'll watch it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm glad that's settled. So Sean is is gonna clear he might clear his debt next week with me if he yeah. watches Howl's Moving Castle. I owe everybody here a movie. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> Even a person that was a guest. <laughs> <laughs> just like what do you owe Tom? Cartel land? Yeah. Cartel land, white material. White material. Princess Mononoke. Well, Harvey owes me a movie. At Gates, at Eternity's Gates. What? No. No. <laughs> what movie is that? The I Double. The Double. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do owe that. The Richard Iota movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for us on Do the Right Film. <laughs> uh, check us out on social media, please. We're uh, Do the Right Film on everything. Do See. the Right Film underscore podcast on Instagram. 
Were you about to say something? No, it was just like oh. oh, yeah. Um, for all uh, the listeners. Yeah, if you're listening on iTunes, it'd be great if you could uh, leave a review. And if you're on Spotify, you know, I don't know you can leave reviews, but. No, but thumbs you, can, up. you can follow. Yeah, you can follow and put a thumbs up, I think. You know, you can get paid. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, like, in general? Like, in life? <laughs> From this whole podcast shit. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um. We also have a Hit website. Hit me up on Venmo. <laughs> Venmo. Yeah. Uh, we also have a website. It's called DoTheRightFilm.com. You can go there and uh, listen to all the episodes and send us a message. Let us know if we should. Uh, uh, let us know if you can recommend any good uh, pants. I'm looking for pants. Um, I think that'll do it for us. Today. Check out Urban Jungle. Cheap pants. Yeah. Not for me. Oh yeah, I tried every pair in there. You're size 29 to like 32. Oh, I am a 29. If you're if you're just like a if you're just an average body with like legs that meet your buttocks and then go like if you have what the fuck are you trying to say? You have I know any, what he's trying to say. I I I, I get yeah, it. You have any, any got a sense ass. of girth to your thighs? If you, you if you thick, if you thick, you're not gonna do well yeah. at Urban Jungle. Uh, we need some Steve. Still. I'm just not into Gotham City, guys. No, thank you. Hard pack. I'm just not into guys who don't wear tights. I used to wear tights at Gotham West. I'm looking for a husband, someone to share my crown. And got the men of Playboys who would never settle down. Unlike other superheroes who are strong and not afraid of commitment and relationships, I won't name any.